Hi everyone and welcome to Exploring the Midwest. My name is Jody, and I will be your guide as we chat with incredible people across the 13 Midwestern states and discover all the amazing things there are to see and do. I hope you enjoy our summer topics and I invite you to reach out to me at any time with topic ideas or destinations, attractions, or even people that you think I should know about. You can click through the show notes and leave a comment or connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Jody Halstead. Hi, everyone. We are back again with another Exploring the Midwest podcast. And this month on the podcast, we are celebrating the tastes of the Midwest. Now, I really love food trails because I think that they give visitors a taste of a location's traditions. But food trails aren't just about food. Drinks play a huge part in the history and the flavors and the stories of any given location in the Midwest. And in Kentucky, that means bourbon. So today I am thrilled to have Julie Kirkpatrick, the creator of The Beeline and president of Meet NKY, joining me. Julie, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. Hey, Jody, it's really awesome to be here. I'm excited to talk about this topic. So the history of bourbon actually predates Kentucky statehood. And for those of us who may not be very well initiated into our spirits, how is bourbon different from whiskey? Ah, that's, I think that's a great question. So all bourbon is whiskey, but not all whiskey is bourbon. So there are a lot of varieties of whiskey out there. There's Scotch, Canadian, um, Irish. Gosh, there's just a lot of whiskey out there. But what makes bourbon bourbon was actually a law passed by Congress in 1964 that designated bourbon as a unique American product. It is America's native spirit. And what makes bourbon bourbon is a couple of criteria. First of all, um, all bourbon has to be made in the United States of America. And I think there's a little uh, misnomer out there that all bourbon has to be made in Kentucky. That's not actually true. Just the bourbon that you should drink is made from the great <laughs> Commonwealth of Kentucky. We make 95% of the world's bourbon. All whiskeys start the same. They start with grain, um, what we call cereal grains. So things like uh, rye, corn, wheat. By law, bourbon has to be made with um, exactly 51% or more of corn. So that has to be its basis grain how it's distilled, meaning how it, it is created and comes off a big, beautiful still. It has to come off at no more than 160 degrees proof. And proof is just a measure of alcohol. You take your proof, you cut it in half and you have your alcohol. And then it has to be stored in new charred white oak barrels. And that's the important thing. That's what makes bourbon bourbon. It's this beautiful American white oak that the spirit comes off of and it's put in these great warehouses in the state of Kentucky called Rick Houses, and that's when the magic happens. Because we have some really wacky weather in Kentucky. We are part of the Midwest. We're the beginning of the South. So it gets super hot in the summer, gets super cold in the winter, and that whiskey just soaks in and out of that charred white oak barrel, and it makes an amazing spirit. So we're really proud of our bourbon here in Kentucky, and that is just a little bit of the basis about what makes 
bourbon, bourbon. So does bourbon have to age a certain amount before it's technically drinkable? I know that with whiskey, there's like an aging process. Um, So does bourbon have that same process? You know, the funny thing is not a lot of people know that when bourbon or whiskey come off a still, it's clear. It's absolutely clear. It's a clear liquor. And it's uh, something that we affectionately call white dog when it comes off the still. It's a high proof. It's clear liquid. And it goes into that charred oak barrel. As soon as it touches the wood, it is bourbon. There is no amount that you have to age your bourbon legally. You could literally distill your bourbon, put it in a white charred oak bucket, dump it in a bottle, and you could label it bourbon legally. It's going to taste bad. (laughs) It's going to taste like rubbing alcohol because it really is that time in the barrel that gives it its unique attributes because the there's, you know, aromatics when you char a wood that when that alcohol soaks into it brings out vanillins, it brings out maple flavors. So about the average that that a good Kentucky bourbon will spend in wood and in a rickhouse is probably about four years. I'd say two years is probably the minimum you want to try to wrap your lips around. Four years is a sweet spot. And Jimmy Russell, who runs with Wild Turkey, will tell you eight years is the max. But there are a lot of bourbons out there that spend 17, 20, 23 years in, in, in their barrel. And it's funny that when you put 53 gallons of white dog in a barrel, you do not take 53 gallons out when it's done aging because it evaporates. And it's, it's really cool. So, you know, you don't have to age it for a particular time, but I always say, look for a four-year bourbon. You know, that's going to be tasty. Excellent. That is, it's just such a fascinating science. Um, just <laughs> the filling of, of, of spirits is just it so really interesting. Is. But can you tell us a little bit about how the beeline came to be? Because we don't want to confuse that with the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. Absolutely not. And you know, the Kentucky Bourbon Trail is the granddaddy of them in the state of Kentucky. And you know, my good friends at the Kentucky Distillers Association have done a lot of work putting together many, many distilleries into a very unique trail. So where we're located, we're located in Northern Kentucky, which for everybody's benefit is Cincinnati. We're part of the Cincinnati region. So we literally are where Kentucky starts. We literally are where the Midwest kind of comes together and mingles with who we are in the South. And we also say that the B line stands for the bourbon line. And the real bourbon line is the Ohio River. So once you cross that bourbon line, you're in bourbon country where 95% of the world's bourbon is made. And we've put together a very unique experience that takes into account the five amazing distilleries that we have here, as well as eight incredible bourbon bars where bourbon is the basis of what they do and six culinary gems that have bourbon at the core of their menu into an experience we call the beeline. So we invite a lot of visitors that, that cross down from Ohio, maybe coming from Michigan, maybe coming in from other places to make this your first bourbon stop and get your first sip of Southern hospitality. So the beeline was built as a trail, but it was really built to get you in the state and send you deeper down so you can make a beeline to some of those Kentucky bourbon trail distilleries. That's so fun. And I I love how on the website, you call the stops on the beeline, the sipping points. That's right. 
And I Let's think that's, that is, that's just so witty. Um, yeah. You know, it has your, has your nice little play on words there. But I love how it's not just distilleries, that you've taken this bourbon experience into just the, all the flavors, all the things that you can, you can experience when it comes to bourbon. Can you tell us a little bit how all that fits together? Yeah, you know, the, the one thing that we realize about spirits and about spirit travel is that food and spirit go to bed, go together. They're, they're definitely like peanut butter and jelly. So if you're enjoying a, a great bourbon Manhattan or, you know, obviously an old fashioned or any one of, uh, you know, the great cocktails that our Beeline bars serve, it is so great to pair them up with some culinary gems. You know, things like we have a restaurant called Bouquet which is on the beeline and it is all about farm to table. It is literally food that was out in the field about six hours ago. And now it just pairs so beautifully with the bourbon and however you want your bourbon, if you're a neat drinker, if you'd like to just pour it in a glass, if you're a cocktail, whatever it is and wherever you're sipping, we've got the perfect culinary match to go along with it. Sounds so, I don't know, it just sounds like a, it's more, it's more than just a, you know, a distillery tour. It, it takes it into almost a complete experiential kind of It situation. is. It is. You know, when you think about Kentucky and, and what a lot of people don't know about our great state and our great Commonwealth is that we are an agriculture state, right? We grow a lot of food here. We, we have a lot of animals. We were once known for growing tobacco. One of the reasons that our bourbon is so great is because of our land and because of that soil. And that same soil, which is fed by limestone shelf that sits underneath our state, is also the reason that our crops grow so beautifully, but it also is the reason why we, we grow the best racehorses in the world here. Because that, that land gives so much to the soil that grows great crops, grows great horses, and we celebrate that with our agricultural traditions. So, you know, when you think about bourbon and you think about food, Kentucky has a strong tradition of it, and it's, it's really a great, great place to visit. Well, I know it, everything you're saying just makes me want to visit more, <laughs> um, and Kentucky's always been a draw for me. Now, going back to the beeline, you have a beeline guide as well as suggested itineraries on the website, thebeeline.com. And you have a few other surprises on there as well. Can you tell us a little bit about how your mobile application works, how people can, can take advantage of it and utilize we it? Do. We do. And we, we realize that maybe not a lot of people want to walk around with our line guide. We don't call it a passport. We call it a line guide here. We're a little, we're a little different in the way that we do it. So as you're traveling the line and you're making a beeline, you can either have a paper copy of the line guide, which you can find in any of the Beeline stops, but we really, really recommend visiting our website, thebeeline.com, and downloading our great digital guide. It's a, it's a web app, so there's no need to download an app from an iTunes store or Android. It can be done simply through the internet, and it will track you along your journey as you're making a Beeline, and there's a lot of great offers that are included from our Beeline partners, some discounts. But the really cool thing about doing the Beeline is once you visit two bars, once you visit two distilleries, once you visit to a restaurant, you've made a Beeline, you send us a picture of your completed line guide or we can see it on the digital app and we're gonna send you some cool bourbon swag. We've got everything like t-shirts and hats and 
coasters and great whiskey glasses that we will send you as a prize and as a reward for doing the beeline. But I really think the experience is the real reward. Uh, I just, I love that almost, it's almost a gamification. I think I've said this yeah. in a past episode, but you're, you're taking something that you're doing and you're adding just that little bit more interaction mm -hmm. that I think just adds such a, a fun gaming quality to it almost. And, and so yeah. then you get, you know, your little bit of swag and you've got your souvenir yeah. and it's just, it's fun. Yeah, you know, we, we built the beeline to be a complement to everything that's cool and, and cranking in our region right now. You know, the Cincy region's got a lot of great stuff going on. So, you know, I definitely say we're the super fun of a fun place. And, uh, you know, our ultimate goal is not just putting more Kentucky in our region and, and celebrating this America's native spirit, but it's also inviting people to come enjoy a sipping spot and stay longer. You know, we like to say that we're the front porch of the South and you always say that you spend some time on the front porch meeting new friends, having new experiences. So if we can do something to influence people to stay here longer, maybe go deeper into the state of Kentucky and uh, see some of those, you know, what we like to call the big boy distilleries that are further down the road. I think that's a big win and we're excited about it. Now, when people are planning their trip and, and planning around bourbon, um, it sounds like loads of fun, but there's really only so much bourbon that you should probably imbibe in on any given day. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's talk about a few other things that visitors to Northern Kentucky should make time for. You know, we, when we built the Beeline, that's the reason why we built it with sipping points. We didn't build it with tripping points. Being responsible is very, very important. And after you see a couple distilleries, it's important to take advantage of everything else that's going in the region. You know, Northern Kentucky is, of course, right on the river across from downtown Cincy. So, you know, when you talk about, we like to call it the trifecta, we've got amazing professional sports here. You know, the Cincinnati Reds, FC Cincinnati, the Cincinnati Bengals. We also have what I think is one of the finest minor league teams in the South, the Florence Yalls. So <laughs> everybody likes to say y'all, but you can actually see the Yalls play on the field. Um, you know, world-class aquarium, amazing public art. And I also like to say music is a big part of what we do here in the region as well. So, you know, we're opening up two brand new music facilities that are on either side of the riverfront. So they actually face each other. And we have got some amazing concerts lined up everything, everywhere from August until the end of this year. So, you know, what's great about coming down to this region is you get bourbon and. So maybe it's bourbon and a riverboat cruise, bourbon and a Reds game, bourbon and a Bengals game, bourbon and a world-class zoo, whatever it may be, you can pair up an amazing adventure in the region. And you have a lot of natural outdoor attractions as well. I mean, it's a beautiful, beautiful area. It's a, you know, if I would, I would put our region up against any city for the walkability of our river cities, the connections that we have across all of our bridges. Of course, if anyone knows about anything about the region, you know that Cincy and uh, Northern Kentucky, Covington in particular, are connected by this big, beautiful Roebling Bridge, which was a precursor of the Brooklyn Bridge. John Roebling, the engineer that built the Brooklyn Bridge, 
built ours first, the Roebling Bridge, as a test. And you can walk across that bridge and take advantage of both sides of the riverfront. You know, getting out on the water is very easy here. We have a lot of boats that are out there, you know, they're rowing crew, they're kayaking, taking advantage of the riverfront. And then our public park system is absolutely bar none, amazing for the Midwest. Everything from beautiful um, rolling hill parks right to our west in Covington to riverfront parks. And again, you know, we are also an urban area surrounded by a suburban area. So some great hiking, very, very short distance away. And again, we're a quick, not to be too cheeky, but we're a quick beeline away to the Red River Gorge as well, which I think is some of the finest hiking in the, in the mid slash south. So it's good times. Oh, and it's an absolutely beautiful area if you can, if you can get to it. It's definitely worth making that, that side trip to do. 100%. So when people are thinking about accommodations in Northern Kentucky, obviously you're going to find your hotels. Um, mm -hmm. Any special accommodations they might want to keep? I would absolutely, yeah, I would absolutely recommend that everybody check out the Hotel Covington, which is a beautiful boutique hotel in the heart of downtown Covington. Um, great story that this used to be an old department store. It was Coppins department store in the early 1900s and it had, kind of fallen a little bit into, you know, ruin and, and, and wear and tear. And a great company came in, put a major investment in that, and it is now the number one hotel in Kentucky. It's called the Hotel Covington. It is a true design hotel. It is on the Beeline as well. Their restaurant is absolutely amazing. And they have one of the finest bourbon cocktails called The Knowledge that I've ever, you know, put my lips on. It's so good. So, you know, everything from unique boutique style hotels to, you know, your traditional comfortable favorites for Marriott and Hilton and Holiday Inn. So something everywhere in between. And then definitely a high, high, high proportion, <clears throat> excuse me, of Airbnbs and some unique Airbnbs in market. We just opened a brand new Airbnb boutique hotel called the Pickle Factory. It used to be an old pickle factory. It's now eight truly unique design um, suites that you can find on Airbnb. It's under something called the Neat Suites. But I love this building because they are building a bourbon experience in the lobby where you will soon be able to blend your own whiskey. Fun. And that is a unique experience. Oh, I love finding those little hidden things like that. And Absolutely. you learn so much when you, when you talk to people and, and you get this insight that makes, just can make your trip mm -hmm. and take it to another level. And that's oh, yes. one of 100%. You know, something like that, I would, I would definitely, if somebody's going to come visit, they absolutely have to head over to Rich's Proper, which is on the Beeline, and their bartender slash owner, Bill Whitlow, is an award-winning bartender. He's actually won the best mint julep in Kentucky a couple of times. And if anybody knows anything about Kentucky and our most famous race that's held the first Saturday in May, drinking a mint julep in Kentucky can be a little bit of a special experience that I would absolutely recommend going over to visit Bill at Rich's Proper and, and have an award-winning mint julep. That is an exceptional tip. So, if people are now very intrigued about <laughs> visiting North Kentucky, 
Yep. Where can they get more information about the Beeline, as well as um, maybe more information about visiting and some social accounts that might just kind of keep that inspiration to uh, to take that trip Absolutely. going? Absolutely. I would definitely recommend everybody um, scoot on over to the beeline.com. That is the website for the Beeline, all kinds of great visitor information, how to do the line, how to plan your itinerary and how to get around. Or you can always visit meetnky.com. Um, all of our social channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter are on that website. And there is a lot of visual inspiration. And then above all, you should definitely visit visitcincy.com, which is our regional site and tells a little bit about how to navigate the whole entire Cincy region. And whether you're flying into CBG International Airport, coming down I-75 or I-71, we say all roads lead to Northern Kentucky. And you will find bourbon and you will find where the bourbon state begins. Oh, so much fun. Julie, thank you so much for this. I mean, gosh, I just, I, I want to go now. Um, <laughs> we want you to come now. I, I, maybe, I, maybe come in September for National Bourbon Month. Oh, there you go. That's the perfect yeah. time and it gives you plenty of time to plan. Absolutely. Julie, again, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. This was absolutely incredible. Awesome. Jody, thank you. And I hope to see you down here in bourbon country soon. Me too. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast and thank you so much for listening. If you would like more Midwest inspiration, please join me in the Exploring the Midwest group on Facebook. And don't forget to leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast app or take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram stories at Jody Halstead.